afternoon, we are delighted to have Reverend Samuel Philip here with us. He's the son of the late Reverend K.V. Philip, Mr. and Mrs. K.V. Philip, who was pioneers um, to the Lord's work in Rajasthan, Jodhpur, and we thank the Lord for him, for Samuel Philip and his family who's doing the Lord's work. He's going to come forth and he's going to bring God's word. Shall we sit in the presence of the Lord with a prayer of latitude? दे सकता हूं क्या ला सकता हूं कहता तुझे बस मैं शुक्रिया क्या दे सकता हूं क्या ला सकता हूं कहता तुझे बस
God. That was a song uh, I believe I was just sitting this morning and I just came on the reflection of Kunyuti uh, Uncle's life, uh, how God created him and how he's been a blessing. And I simply came to celebrate uh, God in his life and uh, Pastor gave this opportunity. So it's a, it's a humbling opportunity to, for me to be here and, and speak to each one of your hearts. Uh, it's his faithfulness. Amen? Amen. It's his grace. It's his love. It's his finished work. Everything is him. Did you know we speak so much better when it's all about him? Amen. Let me say that one more time. We get so overwhelmed and spontaneity comes out when it's all about him. It's true. It's true. And I want to briefly, very briefly, what God has put in my heart is from Ephesians chapter 3, verse 16 through 19. If we can have that uh, projected on the, on the screen, I just really want to uh, uh, just encourage someone here. And I believe the Holy Spirit is moving already in the hearts of people. Uh, Pastor Jacob George uh, talked about, you know, how the word of God, uh, people are listening, people are receiving, and you guys have been such an instrument to bring uh, Christ, Christ the word to the people. And the response to that is shukriya. The response to that is just being thankful for what he has done. Amen. So everything is because what he has done for us. Everything is because what he has done for us. It's nothing what we have done or we, we will do, but it's his who started and who will finish it. It's all about him. And if we get this squared up, if we get this fixed up, if we get this established, then our Christian life, our kingdom living actually becomes fun. Yeah, like everybody's excited to eat, right, after this? No? Yeah, I think there's good food, right? Okay, all right. See, there's an excitement. It's, it's no one, no, because we're so used to this, you know, we're going to eat today. And everybody's, and you know, if you're really hungry, if you didn't have breakfast, you're excited to eat. And I believe the answer to our God's living inside of us when we know it's him then we actually don't, don't struggle, let him live through us. Paul says in Galatians 2.20, it's 
Yeah, who knows that verse? I have been crucified with Christ. Crucified people don't live anymore, do they? Yeah, I've been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ who lives in me. The life I live in the body, I live by faith of the Son of God. Make sure your translation says in the, in the, in the original Greek is the, the, the genitive of, of that word, uh, pisteu. Uh, it's the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Turn to Ephesians chapter 3, verse 16 through 19. In verse 14, Paul is about to describe the greatest thing on this universe. The greatest thing. The greatest thing on this universe. And he says, I bow my knees before the Father of heaven, from whom all the family of heaven and earth derives its name. That's verse 14. And that's verse 16. What does that say? Please look at it. Can someone read that? That he would grant you. Yes. Yes. To be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. Yes. That Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith. Christ may dwell in our hearts through faith. Amen. Can you believe that Christ is living inside of you? Amen. That's right. Tell your neighbor Christ is living in you. Christ is living in you. Whether you feel it or not, he's living inside of you. Amen. Because it's a faith reality. Hello? It's, it's a faith reality that Christ is right now living inside of you. And the cause of it, he's about to describe from verse 16 through 19. Continue reading, please. That you being rooted. Say with me, rooted. Any farmers here? Anybody who does farming here? I know we all do. Come on. Yeah, there's all these aunties and uncles. Yeah, there you go. How long does it take for roots to take place? Long time, right? It doesn't happen overnight, right? Rooted. Paul says that you be rooted. Continue, please. Being grounded. And you know how long does it take for construction workers to put the foundation? If the house is going to be tall or big, the construction uh, expertise will tell you the foundation has to be what? Deep, has to be strong. It takes a long time to build that foundation. Why? Because we've got to dig out a lot of stuff out, right? You've got to carve our stuff out. You've got to throw stuff out to put something new. And Paul is saying, I am putting my knees onto the ground because I'm about to describe something so huge. And continue to read, please. And you being grounded in the love of God. Yes. You that may be able to comprehend. Say with me, comprehend. So there is a comprehension. Please notice. There is a comprehension in the spirit. But he's going to tell you that it's beyond the human mind. Also, just in the next verse, he's going to tell you that. It is comprehensible. In the spirit, we all know it's not because what you and I have done, it's because of his love and grace. Can the church say amen? amen. See, we get, it gets louder and louder when we reflect on him. I'm telling you, it's a secret. Paul says this is a secret that was hidden in the ages past that he's now revealing to the church and the kingdom. 
This is the secret of what we were made with. How we were fabricated by God. God absolutely amazingly made us in this way. Continue read. It is comprehensible with all the saints. It may be able to comprehend with all saints. With all the saints. Who are the saints? All of these. Tell your neighbor you're a saint. That's right. And we will we'll actually, we're actually building this up. The crescendo is just building up because he's about to tell us the most beautiful thing and he's on his knees because he's so awed by it. He's, he's not necessarily awed by the Mount Everest or the ocean, which might describe what he's about to describe here. Notice the next verse. Please go ahead. What is the breadth? And the length, and the depth, and the height. Continue to read. To know the love of Christ. Ah, which passes knowledge. So there's two kinds of comprehension here Paul talks about. One is the comprehension of the spirit. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 16 says, we have the mind of Christ. From the mind of Christ, who lives inside of us, we can comprehend the length, the breadth, the depth, and the height of God's love. We can all comprehend it. We know it. We know it from the very deep down that it's not you and I that contribute to our salvation. It's him from the beginning. It's him till the end. It's him, everything in the middle, or everything is spoiled. Amen. Hallelujah. It's him. It's all about him. Pastor was keep on repeating as we were doing the communion about the finished work of Christ. We cannot, when, when a construct, when, when the designer, when someone who designs, you know, does decorations or puts, when they finish all their work and they know they did a good job and someone, one of us, were, you know, probably don't have a clue, would go and says, hey, fix that or fix this. And what will they say? It's already finished. Don't add to it because I already did all the work. When Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit did their work, you and I cannot add anything to it. Amen. Amen. And in that is the true spirituality because God's in his infinite love and mercy had what? Loved us. There was the song we sang I, I would have to go a little bit more behind than the mother's womb. He chosen me before the foundations of the world. Ephesians 1.4. Hallelujah. Ephesians 1.4 says, before the foundations of the world, he has chosen me. Amen. That's how many mothers? That's a lot of mothers. Amen. And Isaiah 43 says that even if your mother will forget you, but your God will not forget you. At age nine, I lost my father. At age 15, I lost my mother also. I became an orphan. And you know orphan people have a lot of issues. I did. I hide it. I hid it very carefully. When you become a head person, you begin to hide a lot of things. God is not a God of head. He's a God of heart. And when my heart was exposed before him, I needed his pure, unconditional love to fill the gap of my father and my mother. Since Adam, every humankind has lost father and mother. In God was Adam's dad and Adam's mom. 
And ever since the Holy Spirit came and Jesus said, I leave you not orphans in John chapter 14 and John chapter 16. He will come. Romans chapter 8 and Galatians 4, Jesus, uh, Paul says that he came to give us the spirit of adoption to call us Abba Father. Hallelujah. The more you know him, you will stop making assumptions about him. The more you get to know him, Holy Spirit is a convincer to bring you more closer and closer and closer. And Paul says the length, the the width and the height of God's love is so big. It's so big. Continue to read the, the next two verses and I'll finish. And to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, which passes knowledge that you might be filled. Oh, with all the fullness of God. If you read from verse 16 through 19, it says the power and the fullness is in the love of God. Please notice and go home and search this. Both the power and the fullness is in the love of God. You know why? Because 1 John chapter 4 verse 8 and 1 John 4 verse 16 says God is love. 1 John 4, 19, it's not because you loved him, but because he loved us first. Amen. Amen. In Revelation, it says, come back to the first love. That first love is not your love. Remember, it's him who loved you first. It's his love. Come back to that love this morning again. Hallelujah. It's when we focus on his love, that intimacy. In Hebrews chapter 4, it says, Now therefore run to the throne of grace in the time of mercy, in the time of grace and help. When we come to him because we know he has made us righteous, he has made us holy, his wisdom is already given to us, 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 30, already been given in the finished work of Christ, we begin to come closer and closer and closer and all our assumptions about this triune loving God is gone. When two people make assumptions, their relationships gets bad. I, mean, I don't know if you noticed that. That's right. That's right. When two people are far away, they make assumptions about each other. And, and when we come closer, when we come closer, we begin to ask, hey, did you say that? Did you mean that? Did you? I was just wondering. And they go, no, I wasn't. Oh, you mean I was thinking all along that you... Because no, I had, really, I didn't think about And most of our relationships on this earth is based on assumptions. And assumption is the lowest form of knowledge. Lowest form of knowledge. We live with that. And we live with God like that. And God says, come, 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 come closer. Come closer. Know that, I know it's hard. He says, it's hard to comprehend, but it is comprehensible here. And then we begin to release the love, the mercies, and the kindness of God amongst each other. And I believe healings will happen as a byproduct. And deliverances will happen as a byproduct. You remember why? Because in his love lies the power and the fullness. Amen. Healing is happening right now in this place. 
as people are opening their hearts to saying, God, is this true? Is this real? I want to know. If your love has the power and the fullness, his love can heal your bodies. His love can deliver you from addictions. His love can do all of that because his love came down. His love called you by name. We just sang that. He knows each one of us and he knows each one of our struggles. And he says, come, come son, come daughter. I'm no longer slave to fear. I am a son and a daughter of God. I'm no longer slave to fear. Sing with me. I am Oh, I'm no longer slave to fear. I am Yes, last time we were here, we, we ministered to somebody about migraine headaches. Six months later, I came back. One lady, one sister came back. He says, you had a word of knowledge about me and, and God healed me completely about migraines on that day. I believe healing is happening here right now. When you are in the center, it spoils the salvation. When Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit are in the center, healing deliverance. Everything is a byproduct because he is love. Amen. If we stop releasing judgments in each other, I believe this is the most healthiest church in the United States of America. Amen. Amen. If we begin to release mercies and kindness of God, if we begin to just say, Father, we bless the pastor and his wife and his son. Father, if we begin to bless all the elders here and their wives, and their, I believe everyone in this place is going to be healed. Oh, some of you are going to receive this healing right now in Jesus' mighty name. Begin to release mercies to your neighbors. Anytime you have released the judgments, let's cancel that. Release the mercies and the love of the Father. Hallelujah. I want you to stand with me. I'm closing this year, but I feel the urge of the Holy Spirit. I want you to put your hand on your neighbor and I want you to bless them in this Ephesians 3, chapter 16. Pray this prayer. Paul prays. Please pray this prayer. Please put, please put that prayer on the, on the, on the project, projector, please. Let's pray. Father, I get on my knees for this brother and sister on my right and my left. I pray that they may be filled, filled with the knowledge of God's love. That we will know the length, the depth, and the width, and the height of God's love. That, Lord, perfect love will drive out fear. Fear will be driven out in this church. There will be no one afraid in this church. There will be no one afraid in this church. Because perfect love drives out the fear. Hallelujah. I'm no longer slave to fear. I am a child of God. Sing from your heart. Sing from your heart.